Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Before we jump into the episode, I would love it, love, 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 if you could please take two minutes of your time and write this podcast a little review. If you are enjoying it, it really does help me grow the podcast and therefore get it to as many listeners as possible. I am on a mission to help women start fueling their bodies correctly so they actually see a sustainable result with their nutrition and exercise. So let's jump into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Free podcast. Whether you're on your morning walk, you're in the gym, or maybe it's in the afternoon, I really hope that you're having a fabulous day and absolutely smashing your workout if you're there. I am super excited because it's actually my birthday tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it's actually, it was my birthday last Friday, the 3rd of March, Um, but I'm super excited about it. We've organized a snorkeling trip And it's one of my absolute favorite things to do. Just being underwater with the fish and the colors is just such a magical experience. And it's so calming because it really forces you to come back into yourself, into your body, because you're literally under the water and it's just such a peaceful time. So I'm super excited about that. We're also organizing a picnic to watch the sunset tomorrow night. Cute. I know. But yeah, I'm really, really excited for it. I'm turning 29 and I'm feeling really good about it, to be honest. Like, (laughs) I don't know about you, but every year I get one year older, I feel like I just get a little bit cooler. I don't know, come at me, but that's just how I feel. I feel like I don't have to have my life together until I'm 30. So I've still got a year of just having fun, you know. (laughs) Anyway. This episode today is really been inspired by how I've been feeling lately, especially living here in Lombok. Like sometimes I still literally pinch myself for the amount of freedom I feel with food. Sometimes I have these thoughts come up and being like, I can't believe this is actually possible. I can't believe you're literally eating out like twice a day and you look literally the best you ever have. And Literally, if you told me that five years ago, I would be like, absolutely freaking not. (laughs) And that's it, right? It all comes down to fueling your body correctly with no restrictions, aka food freedom. And I truly believe that it is the key to sustainable results. And I get it. You might be thinking that I can't give myself permission to eat all foods I will absolutely lose control. I used to think that. My clients used to think that. But it's this exact mentality that's actually holding you back from reaching your fat loss toning goals. And in today's episode, I'm going to be really breaking down why this mentality is holding you back and how you can actually start including all foods into your diet so that you can actually see a sustainable result and one that you can sustain for the rest of your life. 
So I love this topic of conversation, right? If I give myself permission to eat all foods, I'm absolutely going to lose control. And the thing is, right, like you have so much evidence of that being true. For example, you'll sit at home, maybe it's Wednesday night, and you're sitting on the couch and you're literally sitting there and you're like, oh, I really want chocolate, but I can't have any. Oh, I really want to have some. Maybe I'll just have a little bit. No, I'm being good today. I'm being good this week. I absolutely can't have some. It goes back and forth, back and forth until boom. All of a sudden, you're in the cupboard. You've eaten the chocolate. You've eaten even more chocolate. And then maybe you've moved on to some ice cream and you feel really shit about it. We then fall back on the only thing that we know and the only thing that we think is actually going to get us to our goal is then going back to restriction. Until you break this cycle, until you give yourself unconditional permission to eat all foods, then you're never going to be able to break this all-in or all-out mentality. So that's why I really want to break this down for you in today's podcast of what really happens when you do give yourself unconditional permission to eat all foods. So first of all, what does unconditional permission to eat all foods really mean? It absolutely can be mistaken of, I can eat whatever I want when I want it, however much that I truly want. And it's hard to believe it when you've never actually allowed yourself to eat these foods because it's always like hard no, hard no. However, imagine allowing yourself to eat all these foods. Imagine yourself allowing yourself to eat pizza every single day. How long do you really think it will take before you start craving fresh vegetables and fruit? Because the thing is, is that when we do have give ourselves unconditional permission to eat, when we do build a healthy relationship with food, decisions of what we eat are eating are now based off awareness of our emotional needs and a desire to truly nurture ourselves. For a mindful, intuitive eater, unconditional permission is about choice and about self-trust. Decisions are based on awareness of our emotional needs and a desire to truly nourish ourselves. Studies in intuitive eating has been successful when people have made peace with food, when they are given a variety to choose from, and when they're trusting themselves and when they get to pick what they actually want. Naturally, they will choose nutritionally healthy foods with some play foods, with some salt foods. However, the problem is, is the common belief in our society remains that health and weight must be controlled by restraint and restriction. I'm going to be good today. I'm watching my carbohydrates. Today is cheat day. Not only has hard restriction or extreme diets for the purpose of weight loss have been proven ineffective, it's also harmful psychologically. The rigidity, judgment, and shame is emotionally and socially isolating. A paper I was looking into titled Restraint and Self-Regulation in Eating Behaviours, published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, this study found that individuals who have high levels of dietary restraint 
tend to experience more intense cravings and are more likely to lose control when exposed to food cues. This study suggests that the act of restricting certain foods can actually increase the desire for those foods, leading to a greater likelihood of losing control when they are eventually consumed. So what is the biggest takeaway from this study is that restricting certain foods can actually increase the likelihood of losing control when they are eventually consumed. It's important to develop a healthy relationship with food and allow yourself to enjoy all foods in moderation. And this is why this is a crucial element during a fat loss phase. We can really learn from the intuitive eating community and really bring that into sports nutrition so that when you set up a calorie deficit, when you set up a diet, you're absolutely not restricting yourself from any of your favorite foods and you're absolutely not drastically decreasing your calories in order to drop fat because we know that it's never been successful. So I want to give you guys some real practical tips now that we know that this restriction is not the answer and the answer is to give yourself unconditional permission to eat all foods regardless of what your goal is. So if you've been dieting on a low amount of calories for a really long period of time, it's really, really important for you guys to create a regular eating pattern. Skipping meals is one of the main reasons why you're losing control of your food. So what this looks like, this looks like three balanced meals at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And when I say balanced, I mean a source of protein, a source of fat, and a source of carbohydrates. So this could look like a bowl of oats with some protein powder and some peanut butter, and then maybe some fruit on top for some fiber. Or this could look like some eggs on toast with some avocado, Or maybe you could make a smoothie bowl with like banana as your carbohydrate and then protein powder, of course, as the protein and then some granola from some extra carbs and fat on top. And then our lunch options, we can go lunch and dinner, put them in the same sort of category because that's how we always build the plate. So of course we've got our complex carbohydrates. So maybe we're making a sandwich or a burger. So we've got our bread or our burger bun as our carbohydrates. Then as our protein source, we've got chicken. Maybe we've got some chicken breast, chicken thigh, or then we've got like a burger patty, a meat patty. We could do some fish. We could make a fish burger. And then as our fat source, we could do like some mayo or maybe some cheese or maybe some avocado and put it together with some vegetables to make a really healthy and satisfying meal. You might be sitting there thinking to yourself, that's a lot of food. But the thing is, this is another big red flag that you're not going to see results because it's a sign of undereating feeding back into the reason why you're losing control in the evening. You might be thinking, but like, I'm not that hungry. I don't feel like eating breakfast. I don't feel like eating lunch. And this is actually quite common for people who haven't had regular eating times, eating regular meals throughout your day. Because what's actually happening is when we are restricting our food and when we're eating such low calories, it's actually interfering with our hormones. 
we've got two hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin. Ghrelin is released by the body when it tells you to eat when you're hungry and then leptin is released when your body is full. So that's when it's like, yep, I'm done. Stop eating. When we are out of touch with our hunger hormones, what happens? They kind of get a little bit suppressed. So you might not be getting those triggers of feeling hungry and feeling full. So the only real way to get back in touch with these feelings is to create that regular eating pattern, starting with three main meals and then one to two snacks and then building up and up from there. This is a really great option if you are struggling with that is to hire help. Get someone to help you with creating a meal plan written by a professional so that number one, you feel safe in eating these foods again. And then two, know that there is some caloric control in terms of how much you're actually eating. I remember back when I started increasing my carbohydrates and just my food in general, it was really terrifying and it's really scary to do that. So absolutely having someone there to support me and help me guide me through it was absolutely so helpful. So the next tip I have for you guys is within these regular eating meals, what you need to do is you need to start adding in foods that you might typically avoid. Things like pasta, things like bread, things like banana, and easily use that as your portion size of carbohydrates for that meal. So for example, we're building a balanced plate and maybe we're making spaghetti bolognese. You could then easily use like, you know, half a cup to a whole cup of pasta, just depending on your caloric needs as your complex carbohydrate. Then, of course, adding in your mint as your protein and then maybe some cheese as your fat. And then, of course, all the fruits and veg for that fiber and those micronutrients. This way, you can really build trust in these foods. And that's what it really comes down to, is building trust that you absolutely can eat these foods and it absolutely is going to help me reach my goal rather than what we actually, what we might be thinking in terms of, oh no, if I eat this, I'm going to get fat. Another example that you could do is really implement different fats throughout your day in your diet. Again, some that you might be avoiding. So for example, Nutella. (laughs) Nutella for me was something that I was absolutely would never allow myself to eat because anytime I would eat it, I would eat it out of the jar nonstop. It was a food that I would absolutely lose control on all the time. So how did I have to break that cycle is start allowing it and start incorporating it during the day. So what I have been doing this week, speaking of Nutella, is I've been using it as my fat in my oats in the morning. So, of course, building my plate, my meal, I'm having my oats as my carbs, I'm having the protein powder as the protein, and then using the Nutella as the fat source in my meal. And that's the thing, guys. It's when it comes down to nutrition, it all comes down really of just making sure you're getting those portion sizes right of each macronutrient. And as you can see, like you don't have to give up any of your favorite foods. You don't have to give up all the bad foods because they easily fit in in the right portion sizes into your meal. And that's the thing. Once you give yourself this permission to eat them, the novelty of them actually wears off and you get this complete mindset shift. You're like, oh, hang on a minute. I can eat this Nutella anytime that I want because I can easily fit it in as my fat portion to my meal. 
then there's no reason that I need to eat it all at once and completely lose control. Another tip that I have for you guys is in terms of snacks, it's again a really easy place that you guys can incorporate these forbidden foods that you might tend to lose control of. I always get my clients to pair some sort of carbohydrate with a protein source in their snack. So what this could look like is a Yopro yogurt with some Oreos or some boiled eggs with a small bag of chips or some boiled eggs with some a small bag of shapes or literally any sort of sweet or anything that you absolutely love can easily be paired there. Because once you give yourself that permission, you eat it, and especially if you pair it with protein, after you eat it, you feel really satisfied, you feel good about it because you don't have any guilt, because you're allowing it, and then you have the confidence that it absolutely fits within your caloric needs so that you're actually going to be able to reach your weight loss goal. Another tip I have for you guys if you are tracking calories If you're constantly losing control of certain foods, there is a good chance that you've actually set your calories too low. Big, big red flag that if we're constantly overeating, we constantly feel like we really, really need to push over our calories, then absolutely our calorie deficit might just be too low. And that's actually hindering your results because the body is going to make up for this massive calorie deficit somewhere. And this is where these uncontrollable eating periods happen. So first of all, making sure that the calorie deficit is absolutely not too low. I would only maximum ever do a 20% deficit with any of my clients. I tend to do a little bit higher, maybe like a 15%. However, the weight loss is slower but it doesn't really feel like that you're dieting. You can't really notice it because you get to eat so much. So therefore, like it's easy to stick to, you're still going to get the results, but it's way more enjoyable. The other really good thing in it about that is that it gives you time to actually build habits that you actually need to build in order to lose weight. Because like that's the biggest thing with all these diets and challenges that I see that like people just stick to these really restrictive meal plans for like eight weeks and then at the end they just completely blow out and they just think about the burger that they're not allowed to have. Number one, because they have that perfectionism mindset. And number two is that they were so strict on it that they didn't actually learn any sort of habits and they didn't actually change their lifestyle. They just copied and pasted this strict meal plan and this extreme training plan into their routine, of course, you're going to see results. However, of course, if you're not changing your habits, changing lifestyle, you're absolutely not going to sustain the result. So back to the tracking the calories. Um, What you guys want to do is once you've set like a sustainable calorie deficit, is then when you're actually putting in your foods, you're going to put in some foods that you absolutely love. So maybe you're the type of person who loves to have ice cream at nighttime. Sweet. You're going to put that in first so that you can structure the rest of your day to make sure that ice cream is included. If you like to have chocolate in after dinner or maybe you like to have an afternoon dessert, they can all easily fit throughout the day. Of course, we still need to hit our protein intake of store. Of course, we still need to hit our fiber goals. And of course, we still have to eat for nourishment as well. But we always have to think about satisfaction as well. Because you know, you hear me say it all the time. 
if you are not enjoying what you're doing, you're absolutely never going to reach your goals. So guys, the biggest takeaways from this episode is that if you want to see a sustainable result with your fat loss long term, then you absolutely need to give yourself unconditional permission to eat all foods. And what you guys need to do is you need to start slowly, slowly implementing all foods throughout your diet and most importantly, building self-trust that you absolutely can eat these foods and reach your body goals. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate you so much and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.